Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now you fly over to the other side of the old briar patch and whistle while I get busy here. I am anxious to get to work at once. Bob looked at his little brown wife with admiration. Then he discreetly ran under cover of the weeds and grass until he thought it was safe to take wing, after which he flew to the other side of the dear old briar-patch, and there began to whistle as only he can. CHAPTER Seven: BOB WHITE FINDS THAT MRS. BOB IS RIGHT A quarrel you may often stay, by letting others have their way. And you will find, too, that other people are quite as likely to be right as you are. Now, while Bob White told Mrs. Bob that he guessed she was right in choosing the place she did for their home, he was not at all sure of it in his own mind. It wasn't a place he would have chosen if the matter had been left to him. No, sir, that place wouldn't have been his choice. He knew of at least half a dozen places which he thought much better and safer. But after all, this was to be Mrs. Bob's home even more than his, for she was the one who would have to stay there all the long days, sitting on those beautiful white eggs they hoped to have soon. So Bob kept his opinions to himself, and if he worried a little because the new home was so close to the crooked little path along which Reddy and Granny Fox went so often, he said nothing, and brought his share of grasses, straw, and leaves with which to build the nest. Mrs. Bob was very particular about that nest. Just a common open nest wouldn't do. Perhaps in that wise little head of hers, she guessed just what was going on in Bob's mind, and how he really didn't approve at all of building there. So she made a very clever little roof or dome of grasses and straw over the nest with a little entrance on one side. When it was all done, only the very sharpest eyes ever would discover it. Of course, Bob was proud of it, very proud indeed. "'My dear, it's the finest nest I've ever seen,' he declared. "'I hope, I do hope, no one will find it.' Mrs. Bob looked at him sharply. "'Why, don't you own up that you wish it was somewhere else?' she demanded. Bob looked a little foolish. "'I can't quite get over the idea that this is a very dangerous place,' he confessed. "'But I've great faith in your judgment, my dear,' he hastened to add. "'Then see to it that you are careful when you come over this way, "'and never under any circumstances fly directly here,' retorted Mrs. Bob. 
keep away unless i call for you and when you do come fly over in the long grass back there and then keep out of sight and walk over here under cover of the grass and weeds bob promised he would do just as she had told him to and to prove it he stole away through the long grass and did not take wing until he was far from the nest then he flew over beyond the dear old briar-patch and whistled with all his might from sheer happiness it wasn't long before there were fifteen beautiful white eggs in the nest in the weeds beside the crooked little path and then bob's anxiety increased you may be sure but time and time again he saw reddy fox or granny fox or jimmy skunk trot down the crooked little path and he knew that they were coming to look for his nest but never once did they think of looking in that patch of weeds for it never entered their heads that any one would build so close to a path they used so much but they hunted and hunted everywhere else and all the time little mrs bob sat on those white eggs and the color of her cloak was so nearly the color of the brown grasses and leaves that even if they had looked straight at her it isn't at all likely that they would have seen her little by little bob confessed to himself that mrs bob was right she had chosen the very safest place on the green meadows for their home it was safest because it was the last place anyone would look for it then bob grew less anxious and spent all his spare time in fooling those who were looking for his home chapter eight bob fools his neighbors all's fair in love and war tis said of course this isn't true a lot is done that's most unfair and no one ought to do it is always so when hate rules and the queer thing is it is also true sometimes when love rules love quite often does unfair things and then tries to excuse them but bob white didn't feel that there was anything unfair in trying to fool his neighbors not a bit of it you see he was doing it for love and war both he was doing it for love of shy little mrs bob and their home and for the kind of war that is always going on in the green forest and the green meadows of course the little people who live there don't call it war but you know how it is the big people all the time trying to catch those smaller than themselves and the little people all the time trying to get the best of the big people so bob white felt that it was perfectly fair and right that he should fool those of his neighbors who were hunting for his home and so it was he would sit on a fence post whistling as only he can whistle and telling all the world that he bob white was there presently he would see reddy fox trotting down the crooked little path and pretending that he was just out for a stroll and not at all interested in bob or his affairs then bob would pretend to look all around as if to see that no danger was near after that he would fly over to a certain place which looked to be just the kind of a place for a nest and there he would hide in the grass just as soon as he disappeared reddy fox would grin in that sly way of his and say to himself so that's where your nest is i think i'll have a look over there 
Then he would steal over to where he had seen Bob disappear, and poke his sharp nose into every bunch of grass, and peek under every little bush. Bob would wait until he heard those soft footsteps very near him. Then he would fly up with a great noise of his swift little wings, as if he were terribly frightened. And from a distant fence-post he would call in the most anxious-sounding voice. Reddy would be sure that he was near the nest, and would hunt and hunt. All the time little Mrs. Bob would be sitting comfortably on those precious eggs in the nest in the weed-patch, close beside the crooked little path, chuckling to herself as she listened to Bob's voice. You see, she knew just what he was doing. It was the same way with Jimmy Skunk and Granny Fox, and even Peter Rabbit. All of them hunted and hunted for that nest, and watched Bob White, and were sure that they knew just where to look for his home, and afterward wondered why it was that they couldn't find it. Jimmy Skunk wanted some of those eggs. Reddy and Granny Fox wanted to catch Mrs. Bob, or be ready to gobble up the babies when they should hatch out of those beautiful white eggs. As for Peter Rabbit, he wanted to know where that nest was, just out of curiosity. He wouldn't have harmed Mrs. Bob or one of those eggs for the world. But Bob knew that if Peter knew where that nest was, he might visit it when someone was watching him, and something dreadful might happen as a result. So he thought it best to fool Peter, just as he did the others. And I think it was, don't you? End of section two.